Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'id Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Waalaikumsalam That's the first time we did it right I think ever <laughs> Yeah definitely no? Okay so a uh, bit of a new setting We are on the top of a building in uh, Claremont uh, We cannot disclose our, our exact location <laughs> Um, but uh, we are very happy to be here in the outdoors. We're feeling it. Alhamdulillah. Feels good. That's why we're not as socially distant as uh, we would normally have to be inside. And uh, before things go the way I think they are, let's uh, begin with the formalities, inshallah. And by the way, it's uh, Mala Zakaria's birthday. Salamat Mala. You have to say that. Shukran. Fadalu. <laughs> أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وقضى ربك ألا تعبدوا إلا إياه وبالوالدين إحسانا إما يبلغن عندك الكبر أحدهما أو كلاهما فلا تقل لهما أف فلا تقل لهما أف ولا تنهرهما وقل لهما قولا كريما واخفض لهما جناح الذل من الرحمة وقل رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا واخفض لهما جناح الذل من الرحمة وقل رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا واخفض لهما جناح الذل من الرحمة وقل رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا ربكم أعلم بما في نفوسكم إن تكونوا صالحين فإنه كان للأوابين غفورا وآت ذا القربى حقه والمسكين وابن السبيل ولا تبذر تبذيرا إن المبذرين كانوا إخوان الشياطين وكان الشيطان لربه كفورا صدق الله العظيم شاء الله زادكم الله آمين يا رب uh, subhanallah, that was that was an experience. I'm hearing the birds in the background, and you're speaking about uh, Allah speaking about You know, lower your wings of mercy to your parents, 
lower your wings of humility out of mercy to your parents. It's times like this, the moments like that with the Quran that really uh, makes makes the study of it, the hard work that is required to, to get to that point of understanding it, it just makes all of that worth it. So Alhamdulillah, um, we are almost in the month of Ramadan. We've Today is the 30th, uh, Tuesday the 30th of March and that leaves about just uh, roughly two weeks, less than two weeks uh, for Ramadan. So today we're speaking about how to welcome the month of Ramadan and what your ideal Ramadan day looks like. Or rather, what your ideal Ramadan month month looks like. Um, I'm sure we all have like a memory of a Ramadan. I think Salim and I share a few. Mm. <coughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Of a Ramadan that really stands out, you know, that, that was just, nothing is perfect besides Allah, but a Ramadan that, that really made a difference for you. And we'll, we'll talk about that, but it is Zakaria's birthday, man. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with it? No, I'm just saying like we, I, I just like we can't just let that pass by like I'm not going to entertain the whole birthday be done not be done you want to sing for me? can you say how young he is? can you say how young he is? can you say how young he is? it's the 30th today it's his crown birthday it's his crown can we take him to Burger King? can we give him that crown? I'll be I'll pay I will pay oh. to do that just to take okay. photos of that. Then you can wear a crown and a crown. Are you having anything for your birthday today? I don't know. A watermelon. Besides recording a podcast <laughs> on a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> a nice big fat watermelon. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely not fruit. <laughs> what What is your deal with fruit, man? I don't know, bro. It's just... Uh, That's like... What are you going to do in Jannah? Chocolate, oh. chocolate fruit. I do eat <laughs> no, some fruit. The fruit of the dunya is not like the fruit of the Jannah. I do eat it some look fruit. look the same. But uh, it's still fruit. Mutashabia, what's it? Fruit, but I'm in the other name, I eat pomegranates. I eat chocolate. No, I but eat the taste coffee. is of Jannah fruit. is going to be different. I eat coffee also. I've eaten coffee before. I've eaten coffee beans actually before. But I drink coffee. I eat chilies, nuts. Those are fruits. Don't go down that discussion. Yeah, with Adila lined up about what he's going to do with Jannah and all that stuff. And I mean, doesn't the Quran say, وَفَاكِيَةِ مِمَّا يَتَخَيَّرُونَ وَلَحْمِ طَيْرٍ مِمَّا يَشْتَهُونَ The fruits they just pick from the chicken is what they want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, um, so uh, is your family doing anything for you today? I don't know, we'll have to see. Okay. Shukran, Shukran, we're coming to spend your birthday with us here on the podcast. Like you no, don't you could tell us because you want to go, go do something else. Nah, 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 nah. I get, he's like, I don't know, I have to see. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. It was Close my birthday. Nah, maybe we can ago. hijack him afterwards. We, do, we don't, we usually do like, we get together on a Friday. Mm. So I'll go to my mom and him now, it will just be our family there. And then on a Friday, mm. like customarily on my dad's side of the family, we always get together on a Friday. And then, so whether your week is on a, your birthday is on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They celebrate We meet up on a <laughs> Friday, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, good, inshallah. Nonetheless, uh, it is what it is. Those who do birthdays, go for it. Those who don't, go for it. I don't know why people I make a big deal of these I might just go out for a supper or something, I don't know. Are we be going? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not invited to this. Nah, that's my wife is going to take me. I must know what you plan. Uh, yes, hello. Okay, um, okay, I, I, I'll start. Um, my ideal Ramadan is one in which I'm not so busy uh, with Ummah stuff. And unfortunately, that's, that's very rare. We tend to get caught up with Ummah stuff. Meaning like teaching and classes and lectures and stuff like that. I mean, it's beneficial and we understand there's goodness in that. But for me, the ideal Ramadan is where that is like kept to a minimal and I get to focus on myself. Uh, it's a Ramadan where I am able to read 
at least a juice of the Quran for the day. But when I say at least, I mean with with a nice pace where I can make some tafakkur and tadabbur on it. Uh, it's a Ramadan where I can um, perform Salatu Taraweeh by myself. I just prefer to do it that way. I know the, the it's closer to the Sunnah to do it, you know, in the Masjid with the Jama'ah. At least that's one view. But I prefer to do it by myself uh, because then I, I will go like eight rakat and focus on the recitation and so on. And then most importantly, um, there's is either going to be an Umrah in that Ramadan uh, and not just a, a regular Umrah like with your family, like a specific type of Umrah where you're going with a group of, of, of people who's going for a spiritual transformation. And if not that, then a heavy, intense Tazgiyah-based uh, i'tikaf where you, know, you grind your nafs to a pulp. And I know this might sound hardcore to, to some, but remember I'm talking about what my ideal Ramadan is. Mm. And um, I think the Ramadan in Stanger, when we went to Stanger that, that one year, that stands out. And uh, when I spent the Ramadan in, in, in Mecca and Medina for the entire Ramadan, that, that certainly stands out. But when we are at home, then at least an I'tikaf program where it's not about socializing. Often we, we host I'tikaf programs, it becomes more social thing because the youth benefit from that. But uh, one that is really, you know, focused on, on, on the soul. The last thing that I want to say is my ideal Ramadan is one in which I managed to control my nafs, did not, uh, did not have an overindulgence in food, um, and actually did cut down. You know, so you have like a genuine cutting down of one meal a day as opposed to making qada at night. And also not indulging the nafs in doing other forms of ghafla, like whether that be, you know, watching something or uh, just wasting time. Mm. If, if that can be kept to a minimal, then that Ramadan tends to be the most effective. That's me. Um, may Allah grant us all very effective Ramadans this year. Amen. 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 What say the birthday boy? Man, I haven't actually given this much thought. Um, and so I can't really pinpoint a, a specific Ramadan in my life that was, you know, that I would say was the best Ramadan. But there are for me, uh, you know, features of Ramadan or, or things that I try to implement in Ramadan that makes it uh, special, that makes it uh, transformational, etc. Um, one of those things, or one that I can remember from my youth, um, was that when Ramadan started, the TV code came out. Back, that was back when people still watched TV. Okay, now they watch streaming services and stuff like that. But The Wi-Fi uh, code comes out. <laughs> okay, I, we never got that far. But uh, I mean, it was the TV code. And so, at, you know, back in the day, people weren't so addicted to phones and stuff like that. What people would waste their time doing was, was watching TV. So the TV code came out. And, I, you know, I think it's, it's good to try and replicate that in some way. So, you know, even with computers, laptops and stuff like that, we try not to watch stuff, um, that w- which is just entertainment, pure entertainment, cut it out. Um, not to be excessive or anything like that, but just to train yourself, to wean yourself off it. I, you know, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking to myself, hey, I need to do something about my phone uh, in Ramadan, inshallah. Um, the next thing is obviously uh, I've never been on a 
insanely intense i'tikaf uh, where the program was very regimented or anything like that um, but my experience with i'tikaf programs no matter where it was is that it certainly is beneficial and it puts you in a different state especially when you stay in the masjid for you know the entire time or as much time as possible it's really i mean i don't think you can experience that any other way yeah. uh, that isolation that reflection that uh, dua uh, you know that connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i don't think you can replicate it any other way so for the me the hanafi version of i'tikaf is like very very solid yeah yeah if i can just add that in there yeah i know i know they i know they have a very regimented way of doing it and stuff like that i've never experienced it so i can't pass judgment on the experience but from my little experience and 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 oftentimes the atikafs that i've been part of have had an element of um you know there's a lot of people around there's an element of socializing socializing and stuff like that and uh, you know despite all of that activity you still make time for yourself you make time for your own uh, ibadat and things like that and and i think perhaps for my level maybe i'm not at the level where i can handle you know such a heavy regimented thing i think that 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 did me a lot of good and even at times when when i didn't have the ability or i didn't make sufficient effort to do a full i'tikaf um just going to spend the night in the masjid or, or you know every second or like every odd night in the masjid even if it's just alone in a masjid we are literally alone uh, it, to me it, it was very profound and then obviously the the tarawih program it, it's also extremely important Last year I really enjoyed Ramadan because I was standing on my own we were in lockdown so it was I was making tarawih on my own my wife would join me uh, we try and get the kid to bed before we start um and if not maybe we'd make later or something like that and it was very very different we were doing our podcast so sometimes I'd even be making after that hmm. and uh eight sure. rak'at at late yeah <laughs> um eight rak'at with more with more recitation and um i found that really uh, for me it, it it was meaningful yeah nice. i can't say we ever went like cold turkey on the on the bukatrits maybe but um you know uh, <laughs> try it man uh, nah, really try you, it you know what <laughs> actually i think last year we didn't we didn't really have much bukatrits and stuff like that because we you know it's two of us there two and a half people maybe bro um, Kick the mic again. I tell you. No, it's not Sprisman. Now, I mean, we, we didn't go cold turkey on the... Nah, take it out. Take it out. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I was saying was we, didn't, we never went cold turkey on this on the Bukateris, but uh, we'd have a nice meal. Yeah. Um. So, I can't say the, the, the food nafs wasn't intelligent at all. No, it was because we had a nice meal, but we didn't, you know, have the meal and... Two, three savories. Look mm. here. Can I tell you why? Why I'm I'm very passionate about this? It's because I felt the effects myself, and not too long ago, man. I mean, it's no it's no secret that uh, I I think it was about two years ago where I was like on a real big weight loss buzz, right? Uh, I mean, I needed that. Tell and them how much you weighed in, man. 110. And now? Uh, about 80. Plus minus 80. Um, Alhamdulillah. But that Ramal, the first Ramadan. You must you must let the You must bring the pictures up over the over this thing, no? I was going to say, well, I can show them you Possibly. over the over the video. <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> like just I mean, really, just also as a you know, motivation, inspiration, motivation for the guys. And the inshallah, inshallah. But uh, look, the point is that when it came to Ramadan that year, 
it wasn't a sacrifice because I was so uh, sort of on a, on a disciplined manner of eating. It was just, it was not normal for me to eat mm. unhealthy things. Like you get to that point mm. after a while where unhealthy things put you off, like literally. I mean, now and then you'll indulge in one thing, but just that one little bit of sh- of sweetness of what, if it says it's a piece of chocolate mm. and you don't feel like eating it again because... You know, it, it sounds weird. I know so it sounds know, weird. It's, it's, no, it's no, right. No, yeah, your system must now yeah, expelled all yeah, those elements. Sugar just becomes and you just can't like handle it. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, I'm not, I can't claim to be healthy at all, but I don't like sugar in tea. Mm-hmm. I don't like sugar in yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, and it, again, it's an acquired taste. Because yeah. once upon a time, you couldn't imagine uh, coffee without sugar mm-hmm. or tea. So anyway, so that Ramadan, I decided, look, yeah, obviously I'm not going to do uh, unhealthy stuff. It was just a natural progression. My wife was on a similar buzz, so we then just decided, okay, so what are we going to eat? We need to make up a new style, man. Normally, the style yeah. is a date, water, maybe some date, some water, and then the yellow savories, right? And then uh, you go make maghrib when you're done with all your savories. And then on that, you have your faluda, you have your juice, maybe some fruit salad, and you have a plate of food mm. after, <clears throat> after the maghrib salah. So this year, it was soup, some fruit, with the dates that was it mm. and then I ate a meal after Tarawih like a normal supper no qada of, <laughs> of lunch and besides the weight loss stuff that aside because by then I think I lost a substantial amount of weight already so it wasn't about that anymore the effects of how I felt in Tarawih mm. and how I fasted you know the state of yourself it was just on another level Alhamdulillah anyway that's just me yeah um, I mean you talking about that maybe I was even Maybe I even had less than that. Like we would just have a meal. Mm. Like so, my wife would have it. We'd try and eat either immediately after, um, immediately after Maghrib. So like Maghrib, obviously, when the work goes, just break fast with, the, with a, a date. She would have a date and mm. some water. Mm. I would have some water. We would make Maghrib and then we eat immediately. So you don't have any craving for anything. And sometimes, if it was such a meal that, you know, it was ready and it needed to be eaten immediately, mm. sometimes we'd eat quickly and then make Maghrib. Mm. Um, that's actually something that I experienced, you know, uh, with some people from different cultures, Turkish people, etc. They would do that. Um, instead of sitting down having some savouries, whatever, in that same 10 or 15 minutes, right. they would actually just eat. Mm. Um, and then maybe I'd have a coffee while we're busy with our podcast or something. Mm. That was about it. Mm. Or a couple of coffees. <coughs> nah, just one. <laughs> a couple what's, of your, what's your idea? <laughs> I was just going to say that a couple of coffees is more my way than his. Yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, I think the caffeine tolerance is a big difference between myself and Zakaria. <laughs> but um, Alhamdulillah, yeah. similar to Zakaria, I don't think I've really given it like, you know, much thought. But if, if I'm putting out like, you know, things that that stood out for me and I think had an effect on me. Uh, overall, I think if I must think an ideal Ramadan, it's one that I come out of with better habits. I think generally the, the 30-day period gives you time to reset habits man. Um, you know in terms of anything from the smallest things like language to you know like you're talking about eating patterns this that and the other so like a reset and for me Ramadan is like a quiet reset realignment overall some of the factors that contribute to that realignment for me personally like um, last year specifically um, and generally I had this practice <coughs> is that uh, even now and then I put my wife and kids in the car and we go for a drive through like um, much like much more underprivileged areas and stuff man. you take a drive through and you know especially in winter and so on and you see the circumstances under which people live and um, you know being 
working with uh, NGOs and stuff, we feeding people a lot and stuff like that. And Alhamdulillah, I've been fortunate enough to be involved with those kind of things. And it, it sits with me in a way that like, you know, when I come to them, and now this was last year specifically, so last year was not COVID and all this kind of stuff. And at the time I was quite uh, you know, involved with some of the, I was working with the Africa Muslim Agency and then we did some of the feeding things there and whatever. And you know, one of the things that stood out for me one day and I remember it like vividly, right, as clear as I can, like it was yesterday, is uh, we come into this area, man, like like a bad area, no? Every, there's toilets, there are all toilets, and then there's like um, 500 people living over the road and all of them must walk across the road to get sure. use the toilets and get water there and stuff. There's now no water and toilets inside where they live, so they all look over the road and you see these kids running around there like bare feet and whatever and stuff. So we pull up, right? Now you're like, you got food and everything with you and you know, and I'm, and I'm looking at this group of kids, man. And they pushing this thing around, this box thing. And I see them running, running, and they run to this, to this kid sitting behind a table, man. So this kid sitting behind like a makeshift table, man. Like an ungemaakte tafeltje. And like got stones and sticks and stuff on the table, man. And what's actually happening is they're playing shop, shop, man. Right? Like our kids would do with their toys and their goodtjes and whatever. They're playing shop shop literally with stuff that they just picked up laying around on the floor. Man. Mm. And they made this thing and they, whatever, man. And this whole concept, just like, look how they, they just make do, man. Mm. Too often, often we think that, okay, if you don't have, you can't do, man. Mm. And then, you know, they, they, you come out and I start eating food and whatever. Yes, sometimes I know it gets crazy because, you know, people don't really get that often and whatever. But like, to see how little they get by on me. And I think that shaped a lot for me. So now come Ramadan, right? <clears throat> so it's a lockdown, so it's different. You know, people's not sending cookies around and whatever, whatever. Good tradition, keep it up. Um, so now what happens is, so my wife makes soup, for example. Now is it like, okay, soup, food, this, that, and the other. So the first night, I told the Lukia, man, just make the soup, right? She makes soup, and uh, we have water, date soup, and like, that's it, man. I was like, look here, like that is a meal. Now my perspective coming from like, you know, what people <laughs> get by on. And you think to yourself, look here, this can actually just be a meal. You know what they would do, man. And you see how they fight for the food and you see how they, and you think to yourself, subhanAllah, yeah, I'm getting a bowl of soup served in front of me. Like, look here, man. Yakfi, look here, this is enough, man. Bismillah, have the soup, drink the water. Um, you know, obviously never kicking out the coffee in the coffee was <laughs> but, um, but that was it, man. And then I told her like, look here, every other night now, Either make food or soup, don't make both, right? The other spin for that was, she spent much, li- much, much less time in the kitchen. Mm. Now, yes, again, our ladies will serve, may Allah reward them, because we obviously enjoy the products of that, and you know, they, they, and they, whatever. Some of our men also? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> so, um, but my point is that she spent much less time in the kitchen, man. And what happened then also, just overall now, Maybe she has more time to sit to the Quran and there's more recitation in her home. And it's, it's a huge thing. A major difference. It's a huge thing. Like there's not that stress, man. Like, you know, after Asr, don't lower the titties in the kitchen because, my bro, hmm. the stuff <laughs> in the tatties is in her bucket. And the yeah. Now, again, I'm saying, quiet tradition, keep it up, make stuff for your neighbors, share. And I would tell my wife also, make things to give for the neighbors, no problem, right? Because look here, you want to share in breaking their fast and we don't want to lose that. Give some days, make sure we're giving something in the evening. And make sure there's something to give. But even if you're going to make the soup, we share some of that, whatever mm, share, mm. that's important. But I'm saying that that for me, may, I saw like a major difference for me personally. Mm. That stress of, okay, did you buy that already? We need it. I don't have this. And because every other year, that's normally what happens. Yeah, yeah. 
I so, saw, already what are my others and our wives? Definitely. But I saw with my own eyes, man, like that year, mm. then my wife prepares for for Buka, like she normally would, like well in advance. Then she realizes at one point that, but I'm done. Mm. And and there's still time <laughs> left for Maghrib. Kasim, yeah. it was like a, it was like yes. a shock. Yes. Then she's like, wow, you know, I can I can actually do something else. Yeah. So uh, we need to we need to, yeah. on the one hand, celebrate our traditions and all the good stuff, but on the other hand, not lose focus, man. Yeah, you know, we can improve here and there. And and along the lines of me saying like you know new habits and realignment and whatever, it gives you that chance to like realignment. Mm. That look at this actually sufficient, man. You fasted all day. Your stomach can actually only handle. So much, the rest is going to be harmful. Mm. So, okay, look here, you give yourself that much and now you, now you move on. Mm. And maybe a bit later on, you know, you're going to have a treat, a coffee, a tea or whatever. Because, yes, again, the energy, you're going to make ibadah. Which you are going to work for, by the way, there you go. You know, the ibadah and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we work in a coffee while we're busy on the podcast over there. Then, look, it's still going to be a long night. Your custom, I know, I'm just, I'm going to ask you about your, your growing up days you know, with, your, with all your brothers and sisters. I remember, we were only three brothers. My mother used to ask us, all of us, and my dad, rahimahullah, like, so what do you want for Bukka? Yeah. Then each one gets to say. Yeah. Every night. Every night. Yeah. Okay, no, maybe not every single night, but most nights. And then, I mean, I mean, but I mean, just think how how sick is that? We used to pick like, did your mom have, did your mom used to sell donuts and stuff? No. No. It's not that. No, no, we used to pick like, uh, we used to pick like one thing, maybe some nights, two things. And then obviously, even when you go to the masjid store, everybody brings something, so you get this variety. Yeah, yeah. And look, again, the, 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 the perspectives we're talking about here are different. For example, growing up when I was learning to fast and stuff, now your mommy making you those things, it adds to the motivation of those things. Definitely. So look here, yeah, those elements are there. Or my dad would say, okay, you can go buy something by the shop to have when you break your fast or whatever. So those are elements that need to be there at the same time. But I mean, obviously we're talking from a... Adult, adult perspective, perspective yeah. that look here you're going to make those things and you're going to whatever but that realignment man look here man we can do it less we can we can and Ramadan's a chance to actually you know like so I think I think the motivation is completely different when you're an adult man. the idea yeah. of transformation and growing that empathy and building taqwa is mm. is actually the should be the motivation if yeah. we you know yeah. have matured somewhat yeah. for the child it's different I mean especially the one that's not mukallaf yet yeah. we don't expect them to necessarily uh, appreciate all of these things like yeah. an adult should. And my wife, no, the type of person she is, is like everything has to be in order. Man. Like if something is out of order, then yeah, she's most out of order. Most wives are like right? that. Okay, it's like also. women. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know so, what? If you have kids, if you have young kids now, like make them see the healthy stuff is liquor stuff. We have the power of doing that. True. True. I try and do that. My mm. kid actually, my kid actually like eats carrot chips. Ajib. And you know they nah, How yeah. hypocritical uh, are you man? <laughs> I like listen here, I like vegetables, no? I like vegetables. Yeah, okay. okay. Fruit, Fruit is the thing, yeah. Okay. But now and that's that's exactly like, you know, I know we're going in a different type of tangent, but you have that power, man. They only know what we expose them to. Exactly. Man. I mean my kids never had sugar in anything. Yeah. Right? Like anything. Although yes, me and my wife will maybe if you if you're having some potty or you this because I mean I had a certain way that I grew up or whatever. And they'll sometimes say they want to share my porridge because they're not throwing uh, uh, uh. the sugar in or whatever. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of getting away from that. I don't know if sugar and coffee, though, we all know that. But um, but they've never had it, man. And they know, look here, we don't operate with that, man. And every now and then when they go to my mom, they try their luck, no, throwing sugar or whatever uh. stuff to have it. But, I mean, that's seven years now, Radia seven. So you can, you have that control, man. To actually, these are things that we enjoy, man. And you put it out there and then you have it. So anyway, 
So I'm thinking in that in that perspective of an ideal Ramadan, it's but uh, those are the things where you get a chance to just realign. Man. So for me, having that either soup or food was like just a quick realignment, man. Look here, you need much less than you think to function, to ah. be happy. And and the stress of getting the extra. And if we don't see it as extra, you stress for what you think you need. Like I had a, um, you know, okay, I know someone who like, like just the the puba wasn't done and the filuda wasn't clear and then just... The what? The what? Look, yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> my point is that um, tomato, tomato, man. It's like, look here. Um, <laughs> the this, that, and it's not the. It's almost like something missing, and yeah, everybody's yeah. stressing. And so the stress of the extra removing that for me is a healthy step, man. Mm. So look here, and the concept again behind it, and I, I become very philosophical a lot with these kind of things. But just as a metaphoric um, uh, perspective, man. Like in life, generally, man, is the basic thing, which is look here. You need to eat sorted. The others are extra. Is it worth stressing over? So if you take that and you just apply that to life in general, look, we actually don't need that much. Okay, we are, we are right. We're stressing over extra, not what we actually need. Mm. That was a strong lesson that kind of came out. To I that think it, well. I think it's just sick, to be honest with you, how how we have this culture where we spend more money on food in the month of fasting than any <laughs> other month. That for me is is is, is wrong. Like it's not haram, but I feel like it's wrong. Perhaps not. Perhaps not that way. Perhaps say it in another way. We spend. Can we say we have, like, there's more food for us in Ramadan, the way that the money is spending. We will spend maybe more food in our household or generally speaking like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah, you so mean... It's not like we're buying the same. We're buying more food and we're giving it to more people. Yeah, no. No, for most people... Mm. The sharing element mm. is not about think, you, your own mm. amount. Yeah, I don't think that the sharing element is in its place. I'm talking about how does your grocery cupboards and fridge and freezer look in Ramadan compared to the other times of the year. That, like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, 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 it's mm. a matter of like, you, you, you kind of shifting the, the goalposts mm. for Ramadan when you do that, right? Mm. Just, look, I know this is not... Uh, for for the general public, if you're gonna go that way and you're gonna do that thing, you're not doing something haram. So just hear me out on this, right? You want to go that way, Bismillah. What I'm saying is that one of the main objectives of Ramadan is to rein in on the nafs, you know, that lower self, that animalistic self, to just get it into control so that you can nurture and develop those other sides, those other aspects that tend to be neglected through the rest of the year, right? It's almost like if you go blind, then, you, then your hearing improves and your, smell, your smelling improves and so on, right? So it's that type of buzz. So you, you rein in on the sexual impulses and on the, on the uh, impulses of the stomach and then you, you find other things developing. So we do that during the day and then the nafs gets a bit of training. Then what do we do at night? We go the opposite of the training and we overindulge with the nafs. And if you do that every day consistently, it's like a wasted exercise. It's like the guy... <coughs> who goes to burn calories in the gym and then he eats double that calories when he comes home mm. and wants to lose weight. Mm. You're not going to lose weight like that. And mm. this is, it's actually indicative when you see people actually <laughs> picking up weight in Ramadan. It's not about the weight thing. Mm. I'm just relating it to, to that. Yeah. Okay. So that's the one thing. 
Um, and then, yeah, I just wanted to make a comment on how, how ajib isn't it, man? That yeah. during the day in Ramadan, you imagine what you're going to eat at night. And it's always far more than <laughs> what you're actually capable of eating. And then so you, you must never you go <coughs> shopping in the day in Ramadan. Mm. Mm. Never. Yeah, because you, you, you're shopping while you're hungry, bro. Mm. <laughs> you're, and, you're, and then you have that one shopping. person, not even one anymore, there's always going to be a few now, that put that burger on the status. Or they put that yeah. <laughs> No, they send you the photos. Yeah, that, see, they send you the photos. During the day. They send you the photos. <laughs> the conversation inevitably for, around Muslims happens to be food in Ramadan. It, it comes down Check to over, that somehow over, or the other. Over the last couple of years, also like the the places they've been catering also, they, I mean, they, they're taking advantage of that. So you'll find the, the Bukarash at the Nandoses mm-hmm. and the Spurses and so on. Again, you know, 100% halal. We're not, we're not blocking that out. In any way, um, if you want to take your family to spur for Bukha, Bismillah, think of Salatul Maghrib uh, as a very important thing as well. You know what I mean? So there might be those that go on the out for for Bukha. You didn't answer the question. Now we're going to ask him now. No, I'm we're gonna I ask didn't him get much. Yeah, yeah I'm, we were going on a bit now. of a tangent. You were going to Makaya, so I'm not so much just jumping into your pool. Yeah, because <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so I yeah. think let's, let's get to him. If I must wrap up in terms of ideal Ramadan, it's that reset, that realignment, you come out with different habits. Um, you know, we, we mentioned that the last time, like Ramadan is a different thing for a lot of people. One of the things my dad always puts across in anything is like, it's training, it's training, it's training, it's training. You go on Umrah, it's training, you go on Hajj, it's training you. Because you got to come out differently, man. Because, I mean, you can have the best Ramadan of your life and then you go back to your stunk habits immediately that thank you all the way down to, you know, the anger of Allah and you were striving for His mercy for this entire month, man. So it's like that mindset of the ideal Ramadan would be that when I leave the month of Ramadan, I have within my life those habits and actions that draw the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and out of my life for those actions that, you know, draw the, the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amen. Okay. Amin. Mr. Mike. <laughs> I'm just thinking that, like, okay, it's... Uh, it's not something that I can immediately relate to, to like what the what the ideal Ramadan will be. You maybe have an idea or a thought, but Alhamdulillah, like for so many years, Ramadan has been the same and different in in many ways for me. Even like I I I always knew the certain elements that I wanted in my Ramadan. So for example, uh, I will start Sheikh Yusuf Bulli, Allah Rahmu. His training was check it here, whole Quran, khatam, no. no compromise. You don't go stand. You don't be part of a team of a jamaat is going to read like less than a khatam so you know that's definitely on uh, and alhamdulillah I've, I've managed to keep to that for, for every year since I completed my hifz alhamdulillah whether I was leading or not leading or so um, and I mean like last year was nice because it was a chance to to get to do it at home as you say like being um, being part of the ummah alhamdulillah and Allah Ta'ala choosing us to, to lead um, you get a little chance to do this kind of stuff like on your own man so yes, they, you must work that bit extra hard. <laughs> I would say for that alone ibadah with Allah Ta'ala. Uh, whereas like a normal person could just forgo the masjid and then have the alone ibadah with Allah Ta'ala. Like most of the time. Man. Oh. So that, oh, that was like a uh, very quiet form uh, of last year's Ramadan. Um, the Atikafs, alhamdulillah, is something that also for the last couple of years I've always looked forward to. Um, but then like the highlight for me was... Uh, Ramadan two years ago in Makkah alhamdulillah two years yeah. ago yes it was two years ago just before the lockdown when I had a chance to help and assist some people there um, but the idea was that you on khidma and you double timing it man and it's hot man bro yo so, <laughs> subhanallah so 
like that hadith. Who of, told you to be a hero and run up Jabal Nur? Nah, that, nah, that was at night. Nah, that was at night. That was easy. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. But it was the day, man. When we went to Umrahs and so on and, and, and doing the, the sa'i or tawaf, whatever. But um, like that hadith, uh, what's it? Uh, that your, your it become wet. No? I was going to say, so I now, learned that with your repetition every night. <laughs> I was going to say that. Uh, we used to say that on the radio. Every night so you could like radio. feel that in Ramadan, man, that hunger pangs. Now you thought maybe you fasted here at home, you had hunger pangs. Nah, that hunger pangs in Makkah. You feel it from <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning, bro. You're panging already all day. You're panging, subhanAllah. So, you know, that was like, yo, this. And, and then I thought to myself, yo, Badr was in Ramadan, man. Yeah. 70s, 17 days into it. And the owners, they're, they're at like their height now of fasting and so on. And how, how hungry are you, man, of that desert and heat? And now, check here, turn it up, Owens. We're going to go fight now, subhanAllah. And what more did they give, man? And what more do you give? Yeah. So, I mean, the idea now, some people would love to spend Ramadan in the masjid, Atikaf and so on. Others, I mean, a cousin of mine, he, uh, they do f- uh, food parcels, a fitra parcel. So, that's his, like, his whole Ramadan. And so even more in the last 10 days, man, he's just in Makkah with parcels and packing and delivering and whatever. And he don't get the chance to make Atikaf because tonight he's stuck in. And as much as he now want to, again, he doesn't have that chance, man, or whatever the case may be. Mm. So, what the ideal Can thing is... Can I just is, take this moment to, to, to tell... All our viewers mm. and anyone who's going to listen to this podcast, like, really appreciate your leaders uh, in Ramadan. People who are doing the leadership work in your masjid, mm. the huffad, the imams, and so on. You have no idea how much they mm. sacrifice no, to, to make this progress happen. And I mean, mm. they do it for the love of Allah. But uh, really show, show gratitude for that. It, it, it's a lot. I mean. Yeah, so so yes, I mean, I mean, uh, yes, Alhamdulillah, I have seen that side of our community, uh, like quite a lot as well, man. Especially like Ramadan, you know, uh, with the recitation or when it's recite tarawih, anyway, people come and say, you know, Alhamdulillah, they, you know, uh, tarawih was a good experience. They were able to perhaps stand with their phone or they could listen and they could follow on with the reading. It wasn't fast or whatever the case may be. Uh, and there's a lot more places around that's reciting quite slower, slower the khatam than what used to. And again, that's another discussion. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, yes, I've, I've been afforded to, to lead Tarawih at uh, a, a number of masajid around Cape Town, which always makes like for a different Ramadan atmosphere, although it is the same, <coughs> because the Pujis is Muslim the same. And by the way, yeah, you don't feel, uh, uh, something feel missing of Ramadan yeah, when you when you don't have Pujis, man. Nah, so it's ideal, me, nah, okay. so it's ideal to have Pujis, and I it's ideal also to not have Pujis, nah, to appreciate like the Pujis. I think I did Pujis at home last year, maybe. <coughs> nah, what what kind of Pujis do you do? Nah, we just not go with it, but I did Pujis. A birthday Pujis. I think it's just what people are used to, man. Like, I mean, I never even mentioned Tarawih, right? But for somebody who's studied Quran and maybe you lead Tarawih and so on, like, as much as you appreciated a different type of Tarawih at home last year, it's like, there was something missing, man. You know, that, mm. that other level of, you know, you're leading prep. A, and prep. Definitely, we spoke about that. You're going to stand in front? Mm. Or you're you going to stand in front? You know, you listen. Did you go over it? Did you run? Did you, yeah. you, did you prepare? Did you whatever? So, give us a puji, man. Subhanallah. 
if you record it, if I finish nah. one, then you must. You alhamdulillah. I'm gonna bring the bass. I'm the butter that bring the bass from the back of the mosque. Bit. Nah, give it. That's the butter that bring the bass in the salah. Also, when he burps, and then the whole soft smell like sassy. You know, and and you know, there's there's a there's a masjid that Mullah Muhammad took me to one night, man. So we finished the tarawih in uh, in uh, in Bukab. No, no, where were we? No, in Stigman Road. Finished the tarawih. He said, look. We go, we'll get the... Fourth Street. Yeah, I don't know. That's like, fourth that's like... Fourth, fourth Street. Yeah, Fourth Street, sorry. Cape Malaykwa, yeah. Look here. Nice. That's what I tell them. They put the heads in the reverse and then they're like, <laughs> the bass comes to them like behind them. That was the <laughs> other level of Ujis, my bro. You see, I, the thing Come is, man, you. I come from a Cape Malaykwa tradition. Yeah. My father, my... Both of my uncles, my my eldest brother, myself, we were all in the same team. Ma, bring the same picture up with Okay. Bring that picture <laughs> up now with this video. No, <laughs> no but, but give us your budji. So just you and give us so, a budji. So the point is that I had that man, hmm. and like when I come to Islamic stuff, then for me who had that, I don't want to see the stuff here. Yeah. It's like the stuff hmm. for me, man. That's why I said it's different. Hmm. I'm, I'm happy that it's there, and I'm hmm. happy that it adds flavor for people. Hmm. I'm just saying for me, it's like. Hmm. You want to hear your bass and your first voice and your tenor? Maybe don't leave that for the for the for the clubs, guys. Nah, okay. Look here. We, I mean, I've never been part of that uh, that scene or anything like that. And in my mosque, it was like never well orchestrated or anything. It was like very very bland, like putas. I'm like I'm like wanting to say something, but I'm 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 scared that I'm gonna end up being racist. So nah, I'm not I was, gonna say it. I was, it's not, it wasn't in an Indian mosque. Oh. I know you were going there, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just it was like false. But lick him. Okay. Mm. Yeah, nah. This is something else about it. Look here. It's capoeira, man. <laughs> my my family <coughs> was originally from Claymont, right? My grandfather them they they grew up in Claymont, and then it was Cork Bay. But listen, you're just making claims about like you're part of Malayco and stuff. Now this year, no, yeah. Yeah. not prove it. No, man. substantiate. So, <laughs> so, so in Cork Bay, right, is a small masjid there, and they have their own pujis that you won't find in any other masjid. No. in the whole of Cape Town. No, they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> in fact, anybody who sits there won't even know. It. I didn't know what they were saying, mm-hmm. right, until I came across the weird al-latif of Imam al-Haddad, and I was like, this looks so familiar. Then I realized, oh, what they're saying is actually a, ver- a version of this. So, you know that there's one that goes, Subhanallahi adada ma khalaq, Subhanallahi mil'a ma khalaq, right? There's, you know that, that sounds familiar. Mm. Okay, so they do that, but they don't sound like that, but they do it there, man. Mm. But as an example of why this kind of stuff like, just didn't really sit well with me, the pujis is longer than the tarawih. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And for me, that kind of stuff is like, I came from this man. I had enough of that. I don't feel like so. Mm. That's me, mm. right? But I mean, to each his own. I don't have a problem with it. Continue my liquor with your pujis. Mm. But it must. If you're gonna do it, do it right, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo. No, I think it. Uh, look for me. It also goes with the mindset, man. If you're coming to, like, if your night is here, I'm gonna make you buy that tonight, man. Mm. And so you're just lambing it in the mosque, and it doesn't matter if it takes a bit longer, or whatever. Mm. That's different, man. And I think also doing it at home, I was. I wasn't making any long pujis. It was just like I'm salawat. I'm very interested man. to hear this puji, <laughs> man. Listen, it was basic salawat, man. But no. what I mean is just, it's like, okay, you know, I can make two rakats, I can go eat something, I can make another two rakats, yeah. I can do something, whatever, you know what I mean? It's yeah. different. What, yeah. can, what can we say about, okay, yeah, uh, like, and, and like culture when it's mixed into one another, man? 
where we know, for example, here now, as the Krulas Bacha, as Athkar, it's Riwayat, it's water, you know what I mean? I, I'm but, going to have to But differ. now, <laughs> our culture is <laughs> the idea me. of this tune and the idea of the singing, and you know, it becomes part. And like you say, um, whatever you're going to want to find in Ramadan, you're going to be able to find it, man. Mm. Fried cookies, there's cookies, air fried cookies. You want pujis, you want long travi, you want short travi, you want eitraka arts, you want, you, you can get it all here, you know what I mean? So, uh, you can go, go get the dicing. Dicing. Look here, I don't have a problem with the, with the dhikr culture and that, mm. man. but if you study, right, you must also, you must also allow yourself to be governed by your ilm. Mm. And when these things are conflict, you must be man enough to say, look at this conflict, and you must work towards change. Mm. So, when it comes to Quran, I mean, you guys are, are far more equipped to the Quran than I am. I, for the life of me, can never be comfortable when the Quran is being recited incorrectly on purpose and then still celebrated mm. so no, by no, people. No, I'm not necessarily saying that. No, I, I know. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I agree to an extent, man. Yeah. But there's certain points at which we must, as as people who study, we have a responsibility, mm. man. So like, you know, yeah, it's part of the culture. We like it, whatever. But Quran is Quran, you know? No. It's amazing that, how people can recite a khatam, mm. no? Then they finish the whole khatam with tajweed, everything. They come to the last three, you know, kulu wallahu ahad. Then the whole thing changed. It's like, yo, what It's not actually all the tajweed, it's just the mudud to tell you. Like, no. Uh, yes, yeah, no, no. The, no. If you're speaking about the other four weeks, the key, I the can biggest play you problem. a voice clip that I see. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, that's okay. That's, that's, the, that's what, not the four week, but that's yeah. like after the four week. Okay. Oh, you know I mean? So, but, so uh, look here. Before we go on, mm. tell us a joke. No. <laughs> Play that voice clip. That is a joke. You, uh, no, a you, joke. Can't, you can't provoke it, so it will come. It will come nicely. One other thing that I think I mean. we must speak about in terms of like... <laughs> See, they told my joke. Yeah. Well, I'm finished. One thing that I think we must speak about in terms of a Ramadan day um, is the culture of socializing. Um, mm. like do people it, still do that? I, definitely, I think so. I mean, I don't mean... Uh, I don't. I mean like the invitations, man. Like, I don't know how it is. Booking out and Booking out mm. all the time and whatever. And I'm not going to lie, I enjoy. It was one of the features of Ramadan that I looked forward to. I like um, I like being with people. That's just my nature also. So, but it can also become overwhelming. It can become distracting. It can be that that takes you away from, you know, certain other goals. Maybe you go to a place, you go to a family member's house and... Nobody else is going for Tarawih over there. Never mind Tarawih. They're not even making Maghrib. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, that, that's bad. I never yeah, but no, it, yeah. that's often the case. Like, yeah. look uh, to each his own. Everybody's different. Mm. But these things often have those dangers as well, man. Yeah. Intrinsically, having supper, having uh, puka, iftar with a group of people, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. In, you know, in and of itself. But mm. then there's other elements that usually yeah. come into play. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't say it, then mm. people just assume, ah, they said it's okay, so it's okay. Yeah. Boys, girls meeting, that's yeah. a problem. Um, no maghri being made, that's a big problem. Okay. Those things. Yeah, no, no, definitely that's bad. Like, uh, like I mean, I also remember from my youth, there would be times like, especially on the 27th night, you'd go to, you know, certain mosques or whatever. Nah, yeah. seriously. This Gatesville, you would go yeah, to Gatesville. I was going to say, Gatesville. I used to go to Gatesville. No? Yeah. But alhamdulillah, even if I went nah, having an intention, I never did it. Mm. Like I never went out to meet people or whatever. Mm. Alhamdulillah. But um mm. it's a super pious like nah, this. Nah, <laughs> I wasn't ever Subhanallah. Yes, it's a kin to all the hoodies. No, 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 no. We 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 never actually went there, but uh on my hand the cake. 
So the night before, la barang. So once yeah. I, I think we just got married, and then my 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 wife and family we 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 all went, and then I was like, was well, <laughs> Never ever we're gonna come here again. No, I like the I culture, mean, man. You look, no, you can also, create again, a culture, a nice culture around it's it. It's a very nah, yeah, right. you're, you're, you're right. I agree uh, with you. But Zachary, it's like going to the gym. It's like going to the gym. Be yeah. created into a quiet culture, and it probably did start from something very very good. Look, but his like, point, I think his point is not that look here, socializing or not socializing, but being aware of those dangers, man. Mm. Yes, that's what and I'm saying. And people, like, even this, like you have the MSAs and you have the who's gonna do a lot of good work. Yeah, yeah, but. The dangers around those things a lot yeah. of so, so what I'm saying is like Look here, you grew up in a bubble I'm sorry But you did No no. Nice. Listen, I was at ESP you, Your Husnu Dhan is on another level No Because when you talk about these social gatherings It's almost like you don't even realize That the stuff is going to take place No, no, no nah, look, yeah, Most, I, look, of, the, most <laughs> of the time These things are going to take I think place. we went to the same high school Yeah We I think we I'm In my family setting maybe Right That was very sheltered And, and, and like a bubble, yes But um, beyond that I mean, I know what goes on, like this go to Dices and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I know what happens outside Gatesville Mosque there also and all that stuff. But what I'm saying is, there's, there's levels to it. So I'm saying there's a socializing aspect and there is a good intention that that can be coupled with. Mm. No. But what, what the suggestion I was going to mm. make was, if you engage in that, right, try to manage it, mm. right, number one, manage it in terms of Frequency. Mm. How much right? for the month are you going to do? And manage it in terms of, like regulations. Uh, like uh, regulations. Also, the what you what you're not going to compromise on. Mm. Like I'm going to go to this iftar now, but if they say over there, look here, we're just going to make a chol chol tarawih, and you know, one of my goals for this month was that I'm going to be in tarawih and listen to the entire Quran being recited. Then don't waver on it, mm. even no. if it means you must be that guy <laughs> that leaves. And comes back later or whatever. Yeah. Don't wave on it. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's very important advice. Like, mm. uh, you must know, I'm only going to have an uh, outing booker once or twice or thrice. But mm. have a number and stick to that yeah, number. Yeah, and um, i give you another example, right? Once like, or twice or thrice. <coughs> nah, look, yeah, it's maybe going to be a bit more than that. <coughs> but like, the other point is like, oh, for example, right? <laughs> another thing which gets compromised, um, and we, we often overlook it, man, is that time before you break your fast. Right? If yeah. you were at home, how were you sitting, man? You were alone there, your wife and kids, or you just alone, you're sitting by the table, you have a certain, now you by that puka, we prating on one, and then somebody shout, Tadan, man! Tadan, you might break your fast, right? Tadan, go down to it. Look here, man, let's be real, man. Who's going to go make do at the social gathering before Tadan? So, look, then you still... Only him. No, 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 no. But, Mala Shabner, I think what we can do is, we can, we can adapt cultures, man. Absolutely. Like, in, 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 in our family bookers, like I'm saying, the ones in my family that were sheltered, it would be a norm. Come Aisha time, everybody goes to the mosque and we come back afterwards for dessert or something. Mm. Mm. But we stay for, we're staying for 20 rakat. Yeah, look, if you can manage, Bismillah, I, I'm, I'm likening it to going to the gym. Yeah. Right? Everybody knows this fitna in the gym. Mm. And they like to highlight that. But look here, there's fitna in the shopping mall, there's fitna at the beach, there's fitna. If you just look down this balcony, there's going to be fitna there. Definitely. You make your own circumstances and social circumstances. So if you yeah. go to the gym... I was going to say something now, but I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> if you, there's if fitna you, there with a T at the end, with an A and a T at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem with the gyms. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> I did not expect oh, that. No. What? You see, what? he's not as sheltered as you think he is. No? <laughs> I was just going to tell you earlier, you talking, you talking. This guy, die. No, look here. Look here. I know this guy. But he's the same is. primary school also, isn't it? 
Did you go to youth group, Ramni? No, no, I was at Muhammad. Yeah. Okay. Now, nah, alhamdulillah, we spend time also working with the youth. <laughs> no, so but, I know but, he knows the challenges. My, my point is like, you must make your own, you you decide on what you want out no. of it, and that's what you must take ownership. Must, yeah. And you see, I was earlier by the gym, right? And then, um, just in terms of like circumstances, you're talking about. So I spoke to them about, look at what's the peak times and whatever, and you know who's where, what classes are running. Da da da. You can very quickly suss, um, you know, like suss out. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah this is the time I'm gonna choose. Yeah. And then you adjust according to that. I mean, myself and my wife were there, and I'm looking at, look here, you know, how are we going to operate the navigate and yeah. whatever? Okay, right, the rugby guys coming this time, the yoga class is happening that time, yeah. this and that. So, okay, you right, you don't I need to listen to the music they're playing. Yeah. You can have earphones. Yeah, you don't, yeah, need, to, you do don't need to work out by the ladies that he's talking about. I I've yeah. never been to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I anyway. I can prove it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Ramadan works the same, man. You don't have to just follow along. True. But it, it, it takes some real kahunas to, to not just go along with yeah, what everybody yeah. else is doing. No, right? but uh, like, like I said, it's telling can me, be you, you like very still here in a, in a zone. No, the man is talking good stuff here. Tell us, I'm, tell I'm, us I'm listening. your I'm listening. top tips na, with regards to, for the guy who's, 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 who's really aspiring to have a better relationship with the Quran this Ramadan, but he's working like you are. Yeah. He's got the family like you are. He's got responsibilities like we all do. Okay. Uh, what can this guy do? Considering the fact that he's going to be, he or she is going to be like struggling as normal, but they would really like a better relationship with the Quran. Before you answer, the reason I'm asking this is I think I personally feel that people who struggle, like really struggle and they never get to the goals that they, that they set out for themselves. I think they mustn't focus on finishing the entire Quran in Ramadan. No. That's my, my take. You can, mm. you can disagree with me. The reason I'm saying so is I feel like you focus so much on that, you never you never get there. I'm not saying you're never going to get there, but there's other aspects and dimensions of the Quran that you could benefit from right now if you divide your time. And say you're going to be spending 20 minutes, 40 minutes max on the Quran. My personal take is, if you know you're not going to finish the Quran anyways, give half of your time to engaging in the guidance of the Quran. And the other half, you're still reciting. And you're still reciting with the near of improving and connecting and all of those things. But yeah, what do you think? Uh, Bismillah. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, Ramadan is a quiet time and Allah gives it as that supercharged time. Na? But what I've been trying to condition myself with and, and students, uh, three intentions. Number one is to, uh, of reading Quran. So our first, number one is to please Allah. Number two is the lifelong journey. And number three is the rewards. Right, so of all the intentions that we can make, I highlight those three specifically, man. And that middle one, the lifelong journey. For many of us, we maybe think, you know, okay, Ramadan, um, Ramadan connect to Quran. Ramadan next year connect to Quran. Ramadan next year connect to Quran. When in actual fact, it, it should be Ramadan connect to Quran first year. Next year, it's Ramadan reconnect to Quran at some level, be it half percentage higher than previous year. You know what I mean? And so and improve even if on a half a percent man. and that half a percent was built like from the through the whole year from the one Ramadan till the next Ramadan if that was your capacity man that is probably the best surefire way inshallah of of having like something that is to to develop as a relationship man at the end of the day that is what we you know what we're looking for yearning for I suppose with the Quran uh, is the idea of that relationship so that relationship is also something that evolves. When you were a baby, you started to bacha, 
brains you know you started arabic and you you started to pasha yeah no no i mean i mean oh like when your relationship was a baby right. your other <laughs> relationship was a baby yeah not you <laughs> like yeah and then and then you are the only ones that you know what you are and then and so forth and so on Ajib. so after 23 years the prophet sallallahu alaihi received the entire Allah quran Allah in 23 Allah years Allah. not 5 years or 10 years 23 years and i want one year with the quran over ramadan is going to change me <laughs> you know what i mean it's not going to work like that it must be you know constant i mean just to share again alhamdulillah this morning i was driving my kids to school and they were reciting they listened to me so that like it doesn't really count in terms of my my revision but um after they got out then from school till home alhamdulillah i recited a quarter juz or till or till i got to work and like yesterday it was lunch time and then what had to my door and then i said for the, the in the the time of the dua because i had to get back to work so i didn't make dua or anything i just made my fard and then i looked at my phone and i scrolled and i recited another quarter juz and then i did my thing and got back to work and then i had to drive somewhere again later the afternoon and then i looked at my phone while i was driving and i read another quarter juz So that was like three quarter in that time that I was actually working. Just that people you know. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah Salim well, is not so looking at his phone the whole time while he's driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows okay, yeah. he's a half in. Yes. Alhamdulillah. I just actually so, okay. so it was just the idea there of that wasted time and mm. that time that I could have I could have been just been driving but I sat there and, and I pulled out my phone man. So if you buy home face for the morning or if you're going to go for your drivers and you're going to stay in the queue and don't aim for a quarter juice he's a half uh, if you can aim for one line no i, I was just, i well, just want to say something greener um just on this point because a lot of people uh, can't relate to what the strategy but the concept is important mm, yeah. so i'm driving back okay i'm here i'm there right so when we're looking at ramadan and the way we spend our time and now we're looking at connecting to the quran i'm going to tell you a story about another kid quickly na go He was like, look here, you saw half of me. So this is all easy for you to talk about. Okay, read a wafja, quote a year, whatever, whatever. I just know the three cools in Surah Fatiha. Read it the whole time. And he's reading it the whole time. Subhanallah. He replaced, for Ramadan, he replaced that moment of where he's sitting in the traffic and maybe listening to the radio or whatever, whatever, whatever. Ajeeb, ajeeb, ajeeb. To say, look here, I'm going to rather read Surah Fatiha again another couple of times. I'm just going to keep, because Allah knows, that's all I know of the Quran. So I'm going to keep doing it as much as I can. And Beautiful. Alhamdulillah, that boy now, it's about three years later, it's about three years later, he's actually, after that Ramadan, decided he's actually going to go learn Hidd, because he don't want to every year just read three cool things <laughs> of Al-Fatiha. And Alhamdulillah, he's now almost finished with the memorizing of the Quran. So the intensity of that intention, man, look here, I'm going to connect to Quran, sticky, a ayah, a We need to get him on the podcast and on his big team. There's a program called Nakhtim. Wait, man, Kassam, you have to give us a joke. Yeah, Give us a joke. Now give us a joke. No, wait, no, no, no give come. us a joke. I'm going to tell you no, later. No, give us a joke. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. It's probably Maghrib already. Nah, so I can't tell a joke. <laughs> give us the joke. No, wait, I don't have a little joke right now. You must make Qadda of the last time. Okay, okay, I will. Then you I'll make a double Qadda, yeah. <coughs> Maybe we, I must bacha and then go straight into no, the joke. No, I think, you know, are we... Are we're we wrapping up, yeah. We're wrapping up, yeah. Let's wrap up. I just think, you know, in terms of my... Uh, my wrapping up remarks on on the month of Ramadan, the way I view it is that, you know, take away all the intentions of sin and stuff like that, right? Because we know as as Muslims, that's like, shouldn't even be in the question. We don't we don't ever plan for that. Right? For me, beyond that, Ramadan is like a festival of everything good. Um, I and, and I and I and I intentionally use the word festival because our children need it. It's a festival of ibadah. 
it's a festival of ibadah with socializing with people with taking kids to mosque with them running around in that space with you know giving them gifts with encouraging them to good it's a festival of all of it mm. and, and and that's why i actually didn't want to skimp on that idea of socializing because no. it's what make every every society has festivals every society has celebrations and as muslims we're not true mm. we're not like people void of it we have pujis <laughs> we have pujis <laughs> now we have like you know <coughs> we have pujis we have you know going to the masjid at night for for qiyamul layl and letting Allah. the lighters play at the back Allah. Um, sisters and children will they just <coughs> love Google. playing at night like you yeah. know we like to sleep they like to play at night mm-hmm. no. um, it's, it's a festival everything good no. I'm still Peep, a child at heart people I better what better places to have, what better place to have a child falling asleep for that 30 days of the year if they're going to sleep then they're in the masjid yeah. where you I, make I your salah and you know I, I, I remember well, once well. I fell asleep when I made salah to tasbih I fell asleep in Sudur. They left me like that for the whole... Can you see? Salat Can you see what I was talking yeah, about? Yes. Yeah, I was going to talk about... I was going to say, I remember when they took us and they gave us games to play in the masjid while our parents was making uh, uh, Ibadah, but he's he like, fell asleep in Sudur. Was, what are the lighties? They're sleeping nah, in Sudur. Look it. It sounds like at me, but I was also that lighty that was shouting at me no, that I had to separate from the other lighties in the yeah. mosque and running out after every single car. Make to me, man. Make to offer me. No, but I think... Seriously, look at... has a very valid point, man. Because like there are other things that are going to be made like a, like where they're putting that appealing aspect in, man. We look here, there's a little bit of this. I mean, my first i'tikaf, I was playing foosball there and whatever. I spent the whole time in the masjid and I was there and we, Mona Ali maybe once came past and just like, yeah. you know, who's winning here, you know, this and another. He never played with us in Ramadan and I only realized now I noticed afterwards. He played with us again after Ramadan, but he put the foosball table there for us to play in. You know, we were, I mean, I was, what, 16, 17? 17 now when I was in first year. And uh, those elements are, okay, we're there, we step in Masjid, we're playing cards at the back of the chair, whatever, whatever. Then they'd come past, okay, right, now you move there. So it's an introduction. I, I once went to Burano Masjid uh, in Buka, where they would have, like, prizes for the kids. Why? You know, you made the entire Tarawi for so many days, mm-hmm. we have Quai. a present for you. Why? There's buckets and, uh, of joy most now. Why? For the light, the first time. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'm just saying, mm. Ramadan is mm. a festival of everything good. Okay, it being Quite. a festival, my my thing is of also everything I'm gonna, good. I'm, yeah, yeah. I want to add a bit of a balance in the festival stuff because festival means a lot of things to a lot of different people. I would also, I'm 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 doing this tonight now as we're sitting here. I'm, I want to make a niyyah of sacrifice of certain halal things. No. Because you will never attain righteousness and piety until you spend of that which you love. Um, so I want to give up at least one or two or three things that is not necessary for me to give up from mm. a fard point of view, but it would improve on what I can get out of Ramadan. Um, that's that's where I'm at. And in the context of my festival, everything good. Those things are bad, no? the ones that you want to cut out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I so mean, it's a festival of sacrifice of of things that are not so good. Yeah. Yeah. But festival is festival. When you say the word festival, <laughs> you need to make it very contextualized yeah, yeah. for people. And then where's the joke, man? So there was three chickens. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> no, wait, you I'm thinking. Long before the joke nah, he's, he's putting me under pressure. <laughs> me. Now I'm thinking about the joke. Now I tell a wrong joke again. Then I'm again get penalized. And then <laughs> now wait, I'm gonna take my joke back. That's all right. No, come, there's no there chickens. Was three there's chickens. no chickens. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, come. Quick. Uh, uh, there was one chicken and the chicken had three eggs. Yeah. <laughs> But you see, uh, 
it was a slumsa chicken motion. And then the first egg hatch, and then, then the chicken was sitting there by chatting Quran. MashaAllah, chatting Quran. And the second egg hatch, and the second egg open, and it's sitting with a tasbih. And the chicken is going so. And the third egg, there's no hatch. And then the next day, the next night, third egg, no hatch. And then the mommy went so by the third egg. Mekin, a jayarite happened. To say, Rikin, Muni, Warni, Mommy, Ek, Maki, Ti, Kaaf. I mean, we can't not have this. <laughs> so now did you tell, did you make me tell a joke all because you just wanted to press it? Yes, I've been waiting the whole time. <laughs> you had to load that on there and save yeah. it on that button and then use that sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, let's let's conclude on that. Jazakumullah khairan, uh, brothers. I really enjoyed this vibe here tonight. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking like, yo, this is, this is ajib. Like, I know we don't see ourselves as this, but the community sees us as like the imams, the ulama and whatever. Very different from how people generally see ulama in this type of format. And then I'm picturing, yo, imagine back in the day, like Sheikh Amin Fakir, Sheikh Nazim, Rahimahullah, <laughs> you know, Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Abu Bakr Najjar, sitting like this and doing podcasts. We don't podcast. come to feet, Yeah, salam. Allah grant our, our leaders of before and of now, our senior leaders and all of those in leadership, leadership positions in Islam and taking the community to good places all the khair and barakah uh, and to you guys Allah keep you pious and walis and may Allah make me one day like you like when I'm big especially you at full in full listen in, I don't know what, what you think you know, maybe I say stuff on here that makes me sound too pious but I don't think I'm pious at all my bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask my wife another sign you, can, of the pious. you can ask my wife these my Dalil but inshallah may Allah make us from the pious Amen. 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 we love the pious, all the pious. Amen. 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 all the best Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh